must be a bit more patient with things like technical difficulties <laughs> as well. Yeah. There's a few of those, especially when there was, you know, lots of students from all around the world, completely different situations. People's connections were always dropping out, people's microphones weren't working, cameras weren't working. So frustrating. Exactly, but we've just, you know, we, we've got used to it this year. We just, we know that these things happen. Hello and welcome to another Study Abroad and Exchange podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm here with a student, Adam. Uh, we're going to be talking about his experiences on a virtual summer school. I'll let you introduce yourself then, Adam. Hi there. So um, I'm really glad to be here and talking to you. I'm a third year student studying Spanish and Portuguese um, at Southampton, um, and I'm due to go on my year abroad in January. Um, I'm currently doing final year modules because uh, my year abroad got, kind of got postponed a bit due to the coronavirus. Um, and this summer I took part in the summer school and Brazilian studies at the UFMG in Brazil. Fantastic. What was it that kind of drew you to this particular summer school? Um, so really, I didn't really know anything about it until my teacher um, gave me some information about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to be honest, I didn't really know that much about Brazil because a lot of the work that we do in class focuses mostly on Portugal. And so I just thought it would be a really good, uh, really good opportunity to learn a bit more about um, the country and it was um, offering there was loads of different topics that they covered um, throughout mm-hmm. the summer school um, and it also gave an opportunity to take Portuguese classes which is obviously really helpful for me because I was going to do my year abroad in Portugal mm-hmm. so it was helpful to get some Brazilian Portuguese lessons as a kind of to kind of help me understand the differences between the two different dialects and and the, the ways in which both different countries speak Portuguese Um, And also it was just a really good opportunity, I think, for to put something on the CV and just for, um, obviously originally it was supposed to be a good opportunity to travel and to visit the country, but um, obviously that didn't happen in the end, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So I was going to say, were you planning then originally to do that travel, but then the course was then put on virtually? Yes, so it was originally um, meant to be a two-week course in the July of, Mm -hmm. of 2020. And then I think it was in the April that they made the decision that it would go all online. Okay. Um, it took place in the same same two week period that it was. It wasn't reduced or or um or anything, but it still still took place. But it was just all online. Um, and it took took place through Google Meets, and they did a variety of kind of like online lectures and then online mm-hmm. classes as well. Okay, cool. So, what kind of like structure then was it in terms of it being online? Did you kind of did you still get to talk to people as you would, I guess, if you had been there physically and meeting other students, or was it literally just kind of more academic based? So it was really well structured, actually. It was a two-week program. They followed the same structure that they were going to do in person. They just made it all online. Okay. Um, and so every day started. There was a two, um, I think, a two-hour lecture in the morning. Mm. Um, and that was just kind of like any normal lecture that you'd have at uni. It was just the the, the person that was um, giving the information was just talking. Um, and then there was a, a chance at the end for questions and things like that. Mm. And then there was a short break, and then in the afternoon we had we had Portuguese language classes, and those were a lot more interactive. So people um, in those were in smaller groups, and for those most people had their cameras on, and we were all talking and we were sharing answers and and things like that. So it was still a good opportunity to be able to meet people from from around the world as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad that you managed to get to actually chat with stu- um, other students as well, because I know that I've spoken to quite a few students who have been doing different virtual summer schools. And it's been a real variety in terms of whether the courses kind of allow for that social side of it or whether it is mm-hmm. more like independent. So it's quite yeah. nice that you got that combination, I guess. Yeah, it is hard, obviously, to make connections over 
um, you know, Google Meets. It's not mm. exactly the same as meeting someone in person, spending two weeks with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think uh, given the scenario that we were in, it was the best that, that could have happened. Uh, it was the best that could have happened. And the UFMG also, um, one of our tasks was that each day we had to write a tweet at the end of each um, day that just kind of summarised what, we, what we'd learned and our kind of insights from the topics that had been covered. And um, through that, I met and f- met a lot of people that were also doing the summer school because we were using the same hashtag to oh, okay. pu- publish our tweets. So we kind of connect through that and I still follow a few of them now. And so it's nice to have that, that opportunity to, to meet people from, uh, you know, different places. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that, yeah, that was really nice. That'd be nice as well then, I guess, if... Um... I was going to I was going to say if you went out to Brazil in the future you'd know people but I guess the students were from all around the world so uh, maybe not so much maybe if you wanted to travel anywhere there would be them yeah, people that you kind of have made connections with definitely. yeah no knowing people having you know people that you know in different parts of the world is always going to be very helpful but I mean even with the university there was a lot of the teachers teaching staff and the staff in the international office were really helpful and you know you felt like by the end of the two weeks that you kind of knew them knew them mm. a bit um, and they always they all said you know you're very welcome to come to the UFMG in the future at some point and, yeah. and hopefully maybe even you know um, attend the summer school in person if that was if that would be possible. Yeah, definitely. If obviously depending on whether travel wise things are okay getting to Brazil next summer, do you think mm-hmm. that you would potentially want to go out there? I know that you said that you're going to be going on you're going abroad anyway. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if there's um, that flexibility for you, but is it something that you'd think of potentially in the future? Yeah, definitely. If I could, if I could fit it into my schedule, then I would definitely try and make it work because I think these opportunities only really come up when you're in, um, you know, in university and when you're in this kind of structured environment. Mm. And you know, obviously, I could go to Brazil at any time, you know, in in the future. But I think to to attend a, a school, summer school that's been structured to give you the most information and the most valuable outcome, mm. um, would be really valuable. And I think that that's the only kind of that that's the experience that you would get from being at university and and by being offered that place with the university I think that's really helpful it's really valuable experience yeah definitely where obviously the classes were taking part in Brazil what did like the time difference or anything make um any difference I'm not sure what the time difference is in Brazil so I think they're about three or four hours behind um and the classes there started at 9am so that was fine for me because I didn't have to get up early but I think if the people who there were a few people that were in Brazil uh, and the US, and obviously they would have to get up early. But yeah. for me, I think the classes started around midday or 1pm, and oh, it was just okay. two hours two hours a day of the lecture, and then there was a half-hour break, and then another hour for the Portuguese class. So it didn't actually take up a lot of my time. I still had a lot mm. of time you know, during the summer to do things in the evening with friends, and you know, it wasn't a really time-consuming, demanding summer school. It kind of just, mm-hmm. uh, it was just something nice to do in the day for a couple of hours to you know to to learn more about the country to and to take part in the virtual experience yeah definitely do you think there are any particular skills that you may have learned over the two weeks i think the first thing that i learned was to contribute in these online classes because i think in southampton it's very easy to um just kind of turn your mic off turn your camera off and just kind of pretend that it's not happening yeah it seems but like I a think, bit of a running know, with, trend <laughs> yeah but with with this one I think it was you 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 got out what you put in and so I think you know asking questions and you know make taking really detailed notes and making sure that you ask for things you're not unsure that you're unsure of, sorry and mm-hmm. um you know contributing in classes is would help you get the most out of it and I think I've then taken that into this 
semester at Southampton and I'm you know asking more questions and contributing more to lectures um because I realize that you get more out of it if you're doing if you're um asking those questions and if you're taking part fully Mm -hmm. definitely and I mean I guess it acted as a little bit of a taster for you in terms of the next semester at Southampton Uh, everyone's having to get used to that virtual kind of learning anyway so I guess you already felt a little bit more prepared for it as the semester started was there anything that you thought was particularly difficult or you didn't enjoy so much about the experience um I think sometimes it's hard to stay motivated when you're studying from home but I think that's the, that's the same for all all kind of online learning it's not just the summer school I think you need to you need to make sure that you take breaks and not kind of try and focus too hard for too long and one thing and I think that's why the summer school worked really well because it was only for a few hours a day so you know you could you had that time to relax and you had that time to kind of have a bit of a break because it is quite intense when you're learning you know all about we, we you know there were so many different topics that were covered you know, it it was easy to feel that you're maybe bombarded with information, but it was really, you know, it was really in, in useful information. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I just learned, you know, you've got to, you've got to really try and make, put, put the effort in to ensure that you get the best outcome. And it did really help, really help with a lot of things, you know, in preparation for this, for this uh, uh, semester as well. I learned to be a bit more patient with things like technical difficulties as well. <laughs> yeah. There was a few of those, especially when there was, you know, lots of students from all around the world, um, you know, completely different situations. Mm-hmm. People's connections were always dropping out. People's microphones weren't working. Cameras weren't working. So frustrating. But we've, exactly. But we've just, you know, we, we've got used to it this year. We just, we know that these things happen and we just, people make allowances. And, and I think it was really nice. And if, if for some reason you couldn't attend one of the, lectures they actually recorded them all and posted them onto youtube ah, later okay. that day oh, that's really so you could always useful. catch up yeah nice i mean it sounds like you had quite a lot on but also there was quite a lot of flexibility so you could kind of get up to your mm-hmm. own stuff as well which is quite nice so it's not too intense was there any particular lectures that you found really really interesting like what kind of stuff were they teaching you obviously generally portuguese um but was there anything particularly interesting that you can remember mm-hmm. So the the main topics they focused on the, um, very broad topics. So they did things like the history of Brazil, the country's geography, um, the culture, politics, society. There was there was more. There was there was a lot of uh, different topics that they covered, but they were all quite broad and they were just very brief introductions. Yeah. Um, to each topic, because obviously you couldn't go into too much detail on all of them because you'd be there forever. Um, <laughs> but there was one which I really enjoyed, which was one of the first ones they had a special guest which was this Brazilian journalist mm-hmm. her name is Patricia Campos Melo mm-hmm. and she's um she's an investigative political journalist and she was she's very famous in Brazil and so she was having her as a speaker which was really was really interesting and she yeah. spoke a lot about the media in Brazil and the way um that you know the media and politics um link uh, together in the country and especially with the um their new uh, well not new anymore but their president Bolsonaro and the way that he um, kind of acts with the media and, and I think those things are really interesting and having someone that's you know relatively famous and well known mm. really helps to to um, make the experience a bit more enjoyable because you know you you're you're listening to someone who's got really um, a wealth of experience mm-hmm. in the field um, and that's really useful. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's not the kind of experience that you'd get every day. And I mean, I'm I'm guessing, was there like an opportunity to kind of ask questions at the end? Or Yeah, yeah, there was. There was. She took questions from, from lots of people. And, um, you know, she, she kind of went above and beyond to make us all feel that we were, you know, welcome to ask questions. And, you know, the, the university encouraged us to, to ask questions. They encouraged us to, you know, make the most of this opportunity because obviously you don't get that opportunity every day. Um, and so it's important to kind of you know if you've got a question just to ask it because you know you you don't want to be at the end of the day thinking oh god I wish I I wish I'd asked that yeah um, definitely miss that opportunity exactly I mean it's not the same as if you were just going to be watching like a YouTube video of a of a speaker Mm -hmm. it's quite nice being able to have that actual interaction and engagement with somebody I mean that's definitely something that um I mean I guess should draw students to opportunities like that because it's completely completely different to anything you're going to experience here at Southampton so that's really amazing is there any other kind of things you think that you may have learned that are going to benefit you when you actually do go abroad next year I know it was a virtual experience but Mm -hmm. do you think there's any kind of skills that you may have learned that you can kind of take on with you um, in a physical way and I think that I learned a lot of communicative skills because obviously um, you know we had our language classes and we were communicating people who were we were all roughly the same ability but obviously mm-hmm. you know we all come from different places in the world we all um you know, speak different languages speak different languages as our first language um we're all at different stages in university and so we had to kind of you know find ways of communicating between each other um and make sure that we were all understood and you know le- in that classroom environment when you're learning a language i think it's really important that you, you know people help each other and are supportive and i think that that was really it was really nice that even though we'd never met we were all kind of helping each other out and being supportive. And I think that's something that I'll take with me when I go and study abroad because I'm going to be in a class with people from, you know, from Portugal, but also from all around the world, the other Erasmus students. And I think, you know, that's a really exciting thing is to learn, you know, how you can communicate with other people and um, use those skills in, in a variety of things. You can apply that to many things and um, I'm sure it will, you know, it will boost your CV or help you um, stand up to employers because you've got those that international experience and that that experience mm-hmm. of um of yeah of, of going abroad and, and of communicating people from all around the world yeah i mean that's that's the thing that i kind of have been using to try and uh, encourage students to do these virtual opportunities especially in circumstances where maybe they weren't able to go abroad i mean um like last obviously this year has been a bit of a write-off in terms of travel so it's been a great mm-hmm. way for students to be able to get that that international experience about actually having to travel somewhere and I mean it, it means you can get around things like costs as well and all sorts of different things and obviously it's not quite the same as being abroad um, and it's really enjoyable actually getting to go abroad but in terms of like your CV or just general life skills it, it seems that students are really um, picking up skills that can be kind of transferable as well which is really great. Do you feel like um your Portuguese skills got a little bit stronger as well where you were kind of interacting with quite a few people even though it was kind of for a computer screen do you feel like it may have helped potentially for when you're going to Portugal next year? Yeah I think definitely it did I mean as I said before the the work that we focus on in in my Portuguese classes is mostly European Portuguese because um, basically European Portuguese is slightly harder I think than Brazilian Portuguese so I think it's uh you know the teachers they suggest that you learn European Portuguese first and then you can kind of learn the additional 
skills mm. of Brazilian Portuguese because it's easier that way rather than the other way around. Yeah. So there was a lot of information which I, you know, there's lots of vocabulary that I'd not heard heard of before. Um, you know, the, just the way that they say things is very different, and the accents as well is completely different. Mm. And so having a Brazilian teacher was really was really useful, and it gave me a really good insight into you know Brazilian Portuguese. And I'm hoping that in the future when I do go, you know, to Brazil, whether it's to summer school or whether it's just to visit in in my mm. own time. And I'll be able to use those skills that I learned in the summer school in yeah. the language classes and be able to apply them. And we did have to do, you know, written tasks or we did need to do homework, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything too difficult. It wasn't, um, you know, that, that they didn't make us write long essays and, yeah. you know, assignments. It was it was all very kind of easy, um, mm-hmm. simple tasks that, that we could complete in, you know, maybe half an hour. Yeah. Um, and we get feedback on our work and it was really useful actually to have that. Yeah, that um, sounds really useful. To have that feedback. Um, it sounds then like, uh, well, I was going to I was gonna say um, that it was a really nice experience as well just over the summer that it wasn't too intense, I guess, where you were doing it in your spare time and obviously other students doing it in their spare time. Um, they didn't want to kind of overload you with all sorts of essays and things, otherwise it wouldn't be as an enjoyable task for you to be getting on with. Yeah, but, definitely. It sounds like you've had a really, really positive experience, though, and it's really nice to hear, actually, because it was really sad, kind of, obviously, at the beginning of this year, having so many summer schools cancelled. It's really nice that UFMG were able to offer an alternative um, for students who weren't, obviously, not able to travel. So it's really nice Mm -hmm. that the experience was still a positive one. Uh, It was really nice because, obviously, you know, no one's going to say that it's the same because it's not. Yeah, uh, everyone yeah. would want would prefer to go abroad, and you would prefer to be in the country and experience those things in person. But you know, we we know that this year that a lot of these things just aren't possible, and so mm-hmm. we kind of made it made the best out of a bad situation. Um, and I still think that I learned a lot, and it was a really valuable experience. So I think you know, it was whilst it wasn't the same, I think it was still um, a really really good experience. Yeah, definitely. So with saying that, is it something that you would kind of recommend to other students? Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. because I think it it not just gives you the information, you know, that you'd learn in the lectures, but it also just gives you a lot of valuable skills that you can use and you can apply to your CV. Mm-hmm. Um, you can apply, you know, when you're applying for graduate roles for internships, you've got that international experience. Okay, you know, whether you were there or not doesn't really matter because you still undertook the experience um, virtually and you were still exposed to, to the programme that you would have been, you know, following in, in real life or you know um in person sorry yeah um yeah. and so i think you know just because it was virtual doesn't take away from from what the content was and, and the skills that you've learned from it yeah i can completely agree completely agree so just to uh <laughs> to finish off now are there any tips you would give to students that are considering doing a virtual summer school maybe with ufmg or um with another summer school so i would say the first thing is to be patient Mm-hmm. and uh you know understand that a lot of these things don't go smoothly at first yeah but you've just got to kind of you just got to remember you know just just stay patient and and it will work out in the end mm-hmm. um and there was a lot of times that I was finding things quite frustrating because I wasn't sure what was happening or you know hadn't received the email telling me what this was but you know yeah. in the end everything went smoothly it was fine mm-hmm. um I'd also say you know what I said before was just to to put in as much as you can because you you get out what you put into it and so if you contribute and you 
make the effort to you know do the work and to to pay attention in the classes and to ask questions then you will find it a much more rewarding experience than just um kind of sitting there and just watching the screen go by and then closing your laptop mm-hmm. yeah definitely agree that engagement is really really important to kind of get the definitely. most of that um out of that experience but it's been really lovely talking to you adam thank you so much for coming and coming and having a chat it would have been nicer i guess if we've been able to do this physically and actually been able to chat in person but uh limitations during covid times <laughs> i know <laughs> thank you for having me it's been uh, good it's been lovely thank you very much and thank you very much for anybody that is listening mm-hmm.